Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl. Wait, hold on. <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Nah, just keep it going. Okay. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the New Era podcast. I am your host, New Era, and today I have a very special guest. And I know I say that about every guest, but this guest is my little brother. Hey, what's up, Christopher? Hello. So I finally convinced him to do a podcast episode. It's been a few years in the making but i'm super excited to have him on a lot of people may know him as smoking chris from smoking chris barbecue what's up christopher what's up how are you doing today i'm good how are you i'm doing pretty good so i want to talk to you a little bit about how you got started with your barbecue stuff because i know a lot of people that's the first thing that they ask you is like how'd you get started yeah so like bring us to like the beginning from like the moment you got interested in anything barbecue related um really it was when me and my uh good friends we uh went to one of their dumps and i found uh what is it a a smoker there wasn't a smoker but uh, for me it was a smoker all broken and everything so from there what is it uh we i took it home fixed it uh welded parts and everything and from there what is it i started youtubing it you know different uh what is it ideas i guess mm-hmm. and from there what is it uh started pretty much barbecuing every weekend yeah and it wasn't like um it was like an actual smoker it wasn't like one of those like old school like gasoline ones or like the charcoal ones it was like What's the difference for the people that don't know, like, the type of smoker that you have? Because I feel like, for me, like, a regular person, I don't know anything about, like, smoked barbecue. Well, I do now because of you, but, like, yeah, like what is the difference between smoked barbecue opposed to, like, a charcoal barbecue grill? Well, there's different types. There's a, there's a reverse flow smoker, the offset smoker, or their direct cooking that we normally are used to, mm-hmm. like the Santa Maria style. Mm-hmm. So there's different styles. Yeah, and the one that you picked up, what kind of style was it? The offset style. It's like traditional Texas style. Oh, okay, okay. And when you got it, you didn't know anything about it? No, completely nothing from it. <laughs> what did my mom dad say when you brought it home? Uh, they said, why did I bring trash from the dump back? <laughs> so. And how did you make them like understand, like, oh, no, like this is going to be like my mini project? Um, From there, well, I just started welding it. Fixing it from there and told them I like welding or doing stuff like that. Yeah. And at this point, how old were you? Mm, think, uh, 18. Yeah, 18. And then, so you're a senior at in high school. No, you were about a junior, right? When you did it for FFA? Yeah. So a... maybe 17. Yeah. Yeah. And so in, um, in that FFA class, you had that project, right? No, well, from there I did the, uh, from there we had a pick between a Santa Maria style or a, or a fire pit. So I picked the smoker. For the FFA class? Yeah, for the FFA class. And it was a project you guys had to do for the fair, and you guys had to compete with other schools? Yeah, we, we it was, our, I think, around six schools that we had to compete with. And how long did that um, smoker take you? Well, we started from the beginning of school. We had to register it. Then pick if it was going to be a large project or a small project. Mm-hmm. And what made you want, like, that, like, large project? Because it's a pretty... How many gallons is your smoker? Uh, the one I built was a 500. 
That's crazy. A lot of big come for a lot of people. Yeah. Did your teacher think you were crazy when you wanted to do a 500 going? Yeah. He's, uh, at first he said, Chris, why'd you pick this big project? You're going to fail my class. Mm-hmm. So from there, I kind of motivated myself to, uh, what is it, finish it before. Yeah. And I remember, like, uh, there was times where you're like, hey, can you take me to Barnes & Noble so I could give barbecue books? Yeah. You remember, like, when you would, like, study and study and, like, YouTube and YouTube and YouTube. Yeah, so there was a lot where I wanted to, they say, like, when you love something to learn all different techniques of it. So that was one thing I really liked. Yeah. And up until you got that smoker from the dump when you brought it back and stuff, did you know how to cook anything before? Uh, from there, I still didn't. I just, I've seen pictures and that's what I decided. Of. When I when I finished at the fair, it looked like a smoker, but it didn't perform as a smoker. Oh, really? And yeah. uh, what what made it not perform like that? Well, like the the smokestack, so like where the smoke comes out of it was too small, mm-hmm. and the firebox was too small, so yeah, I had to do some modifications to it. Yeah, and but you still won first place on that yes. one. Yes. For the build of it, but for the build and the, they interviewed me also, and then I got first place out of six schools. I okay, I see. Yeah, that was a pretty cool experience. Like um, seeing it at the fair and seeing it with like the first place, um, bat or what is it, the ribbon? Yeah, the first place ribbon. And then so um, when you finished the project, um, that was around around May, right of. It was yeah, your so junior, was my, yeah. and then um, that was kind of like the beginning of you wanting to learn how to cook, or did you? When did that come up? Oh, uh, well, I already. Uh, well, I started learning already. I just started cooking more after I brought it home. Mm-hmm. What was the first thing you cooked on it? Uh, the first thing I cooked was chicken and tri-tip. Mm-hmm. Which uh, one came out better? The chicken. Chicken, okay. And then from what point on did you start doing the barbecue competitions? Um, That was uh, when, at first I wasn't going to do it, but one of my buddies, shout out to Cali Q, he, I, I talked to Mickey and he's like, Chris, you should do it just to learn for, you could, you could always learn from the mistakes you, what will happen. So mm-hmm. from there I asked, well, I still, I was just not able to drive, so. I asked you for you to be my chauffeur, and then from there we we went to our first competition. Yeah, that was that was a fun experience. We were we were definitely rookies with a bunch of veterans that have been doing it for a long time. Yeah, uh, we showed up and uh, we were the only ones without a canopy. I don't think we even took chairs, did we? Mm, we took chairs, but we didn't have no banner, no nothing. We just had the smoker. The chairs, couple tables. And, and hopes and dreams. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so from the moment you did that first competition, what did you learn from it? Um, just, just, uh, what would I say? Uh, from there, what is it? I know some people get disappointed when you don't win, but I got happy I got fifth place, you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. Even place, you know what I mean? Because how you say there was a lot of people much older with me with experience mm-hmm. that... I got placed above them, you know what I mean? Yeah. And what did you cook that day? Was it the... Uh... It was, uh, I think, ribs. Ribs, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Since the first one, I believe that year was 2019 that we did that one. Was yeah. the, like 
literally the beginning. That was the first event ever for smoking Chris barbecue, right? Yeah. And then at what point did you realize, you know what, I want to make this an actual like barbecue business, like a vendor? Um, it was actually for one of my. What is it? One for one of my friends. Uh, uh, it was for one of his uh son. He passed away, and he told me if I wanted to to cater for him. He told me it's like a hundred people. I was like, okay. So from there, what is it? I was excited because it was my first ever uh, gig, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I told my mom, what is it? She's like, okay. And then from there, what is it? I remember I had a, a dentist appointment that day. That same event. I, I forgot. So I had to go to Merced. And then from there, I went to Costco to get my ribs that day. And then from there, I had to come back and start cooking. Because he wanted it, uh, I think, like at 9 o'clock at night. So from there, I put him on the smoker. And I want to go deliver. And, I, and uh, he told me if I could... Uh, what is it? Serve them. Make the food for the... Yeah. Event. Yeah. So from there, what is it? Uh, I told them to get in line and everything. I started serving them. And then I noticed people were telling me, oh, the food's good, food's good. You know what I mean? And everybody was satisfied. Yeah. And how did that make you feel? Like, it was your first event? You're hearing this from people you don't even know. Oh, uh, you know, you get the, like, the butterflies in your stomach. Well, that's how, that's what I felt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I put well, a couple hours into it. Well, people say it's really good food, you know what I mean? Yeah. And for the for the people that don't know, like, what amount of cooking time does, like, let's just say ribs take or, like, tri-tip? It just depends. Like, some people, some people say they're fast cookers. Some people are slow cookers. It just depends on really how you are. But mm-hmm. some people could cook ribs in four hours. Some people could cook them in six hours. It just depends on your method. Right. Yeah. And did you have, like, a lot of trial and error when it came down to your cooking times? Or did you kind of have an idea already from, like, you studying? Uh, well, I, I would always cook every... I, I, I wanted to do it every weekend just to learn from it. Mm-hmm. From the mistakes I did. Yeah. And then from from the moment you got your first event, what, what else inspired you to cook different types of meat? Because you cook not only uh, ribs now, but, like, you cook, like chicken brisket you know so yeah. much yeah so from that i learned like to start trying different foods you know what i mean i i cooked salmon too and other different fishes and all that because mm-hmm. some people like that also yeah yeah that's true and then um from when you started doing the competitions how did i was gonna say how did your parents so how did our parents react to you like saying hey you know what like I want to do this as a business because this is a whole different uh, ball game that like we've ever done. Like we've never had anyone in our family start a food food business. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how did my mom and dad handle that? Uh, they thought it was like a phase. Like you know what I mean? Like every kid goes through a phase mm-hmm. in their life. So yeah. What is it? They saw that after that I started uh, doing it more and more. So that's when they I think they got the idea that I really wanted to be interested in it yeah because i mean you're doing all this at this point at 19 yeah like 19 years old you're doing this yeah. shit. it's crazy um so from the barbecue competitions that you've done which one would you say has been your most favorite one mm, i feel my most favorite is the one that we did in 
Stalking. <laughs> oh my god, okay. Let's let's say talk to the listeners on why it's your favorite one. The the reason is my favorite because uh just a road trip that we did for it. <laughs> Anything that could go wrong on a road trip went wrong, basically. Yeah. So what happened on that road trip? So from there what is it? What is it? We left or well, the the check in time in Stockton was I think at five or six in the morning. So from there <laughs> we left here from Los Banos like at four in the morning, I think. Then we pumped gas. Uh, like a couple minutes later then we left and everything was going good it was a little foggy in the morning and from there uh, we had a blown tire on my smoker and we were like probably what 30 minutes away or how far away I think we were like 15 minutes away from the actual event <laughs> yeah. so we get we're almost there right and then uh, Chris is driving the truck which is pulling the smoker and then uh, one of our crew members has his truck. Luckily, he took his truck. If not, oh, yeah. we would have been stranded, you know? And then, so the first thing you do when you need roadside service is, you know, call AAA. Yeah. And uh, so we called AAA. We told them exactly what happened and exactly what help we needed. Yeah. We waited, what, like an hour? Yeah, an hour. An hour, two hours for AAA. The uh, roadside service gets there from AAA. He gets off and he's like, Hey guys, I don't have the tools to fix this. Yeah. <laughs> like out of everything, we, that's the thing we did not want to hear. Yeah. How did we end up making it work? I don't even remember. Oh, uh, we put po- I posted it on my Instagram story, and luckily one of my followers seen it. And he's like, "Chris, I have the tool that you need." Mm-hmm. We were all excited, you know what I mean? But he's like, "I'm in OB." Yeah. That's a couple hours away, so. Yeah. He's like, "I could drive over there, but it's gonna take a while." Yeah. So I told him, like, if you could do that, it's a big favor, you know what I mean, to mm-hmm. just even drive that far for us. Yeah. So he did, and we changed the part, we changed the tire a couple minutes after that. From there, we messaged the guy the from the event. We're like, we're a couple hours late, but we're going to go. Yeah, okay, don't worry, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a fun one. And then we show up to the event, and uh, luckily the guy coordinating like saved you a spot and he was super understanding with everything and i mean he could have easily told you hey dude you're too yeah. late to check in you know and then from when we got there late to that event uh how much time did you have to cook so there was two turning times one at 12 and one at 12 30 mm-hmm. and i think we got there around like 9 50 mm-hmm. in the morning mm-hmm. so we get there and then some people from some people from lb actually helped us unload everything I was grateful for them, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they, they didn't have to do that, but they seen that we struggled. Yeah. And from there, he inspected my ribs. And then I started cooking on my smoker. Just, I was just glad to be there, you know what I mean? Just to yeah. see all the people that... Then from there, uh, people were surprised that I was still cooking. Yeah. Because there was, there was only two hours left. Yeah. And then how did how did that come up? Like, how did the... um? Did you Were you happy with the placement with that? competition so from there he told that's uh he told me to to turn at 12 30 you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i checked my ribs and then they, they were ready so i turned them in and then i think uh i think there was like 35 teams there mm-hmm. and then we turn them in and then they they judge them yeah and what did you end up placing then uh i got 10th no 11th place actually yeah 
And how did that make you feel when you got that? Uh, I felt grateful, you know what I mean? Just to be a part excited, of it. you know what I mean? To be like close to top 10, but yeah. still beat well, all that what happened. Right. For the circumstances that we were in, like, I think you yeah. did pretty good. And, um, and like, one thing I noticed that at these, like, barbecue competitions, whether we do them here in Los Baños or, like, out of town, um, is that like the is it camaraderie like where you like um everyone's like conviviendo you know like everyone is like um you know you kind of meet people along the way that like some of them have been in the game for a minute some of them are like new and from what i notice is that like everyone's pretty like positive in in, like that um in that like world basically the whole barbecue world you know what i mean yeah yeah so um from the moment like right now like we're recording this it's September 2022, how many competitions have you won? First place. I know three. Three. And which ones are those? Chicken and pulled pork and uh, tri-tip. Yeah. And out of those, which one's like your favorite one that you did? Like the, the meat that you cooked? The, what is it? I would say the tri-tip. Tri-tip? Why is that? Because that's like the thing that here is most popular here. Yeah. The the, the tri-tip. No, that's just fire, you know. On um on the uh, want to talk about the barbecue event. So like now, as you when like you're an official vendor now, you're smoking Chris barbecue. You got your own team. You have your crew members. Like so, on uh, what was the first um vendor event that you did officially? The first one we did was Mother's Day in the Park. Yeah, and how did that one? How did that one go? I it went really good for us for being our first event. Yeah, and it was a two day one. Yeah, it was a two day event Saturday yeah. and Sunday. Yeah. That was um that was really awesome and uh shout out to uh the downtown association for the opportunity too that was pretty yeah. cool for um i mean we're new to that you know what i mean yeah. so and um from being like an actual vendor like uh from actually having your customers go to you and getting your food and ordering your food how did that what's the difference between that and like your normal catering like if someone orders it like you know aside from like being a vendor no, it's the same thing. Well, I, I pretty much pro- like try to produce like the same thing just because it's, that's what everybody like. But I, I I I like to enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy like every process of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand the. Has there ever been a point at a vendor event where, like, the food didn't come out how you expected? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. What times were they? For Mother's Day in the Park, yeah. <laughs> that one. What was it? The brisket? Uh, it was the brisket, yeah. That was yeah. the first time we did brisket for, uh, what is it, a, a vendor event. Yeah, that was, and it was it was the first event, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was, like, such a, a crazy experience because I've never, like, I've never, like, been, I've never been a vendor, first of all, but, like, to see, like, people were would go and, like, order brisket sandwiches and like it was super windy that day i remember it was super windy and like people were like hey how long for the brisket sandwiches and i remember like i would ask you like hey chris how how much longer you're like like what three hours and people were like willing to wait yeah and i'm like i mean don't get me wrong like i love food you know what i'm saying but like i want to wait three hours for no sandwich but like people literally wanted to place in like orders and orders and i remember you telling me like maria please don't take no more pre-orders you know because like we we didn't really understand like the whole like 
um, how long it was really, really going to take. I think we kind of underestimated, like, the weather and, like, Yeah, there was a lot of things that affected that day, but, yeah. Yeah, I think I was, like, so traumatized. I never wanted to hear the word brisket again after that event, but but that one was fun, though. I think we kind of, like, learn as we go with each each event. Yeah. The, um, what... What like goals do you have with the uh, with the competition part of the barbecue, and the vendor part of the barbecue? Uh, well, like the competition, I, I like to do it just uh, what is it to to meet new people like the different teams to like socialize yeah. and network and stuff like Pretty that. Pretty much like a tailgate, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And then for the um business side of it. Uh, well, for the businesses, I want to grow more with the with the community wise. Mm-hmm. With Los Banos. Yeah. Yeah. Has there ever been like a moment throughout this whole journey where you're like, "I've made it"? No. Well, I'm. S- I I still get surprised of like where I started from until like right now, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's with everything. Yeah. Does it ever, like, trip you out when, like, we're at events and people are like, I want to meet Chris. Where's Chris? I want to meet Chris. Yeah. Like, that trips me out sometimes, like, as, as like, your sister seeing you, like, build, literally build your stuff on your own and, like, have your own, you know, literally, like, name to yourself. Because I think um, one thing we didn't even really get into was, like, you're the baby of the family. Yeah. And you have... Uh, me and then two older siblings. I shout out to Ramon and Jesse. Yeah. But one thing that I think is amazing is that like you literally set your own like name for yourself. You did. You're in your own lane, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um and I think it's awesome and I'm proud of you. A. Thank you. Thank you. And um, like there's there's some times where I feel like on the on social media or like when they people see you at vendor events and and people want to meet you and they think it's like. It's, like, easy sometimes. Yeah. And, like, what do you say for people that are, like, you know what? Like, Chris, you make it look easy. Well, it, it does look easy. That's like, I feel like that's with everything you but, you know, people don't see, like, the behind the scenes of it. Yeah. So, that brings me to, like, a point where I, I want to talk about, because, like, for, like, vendor events, like, I want to talk about how much you don't sleep yeah. <laughs> the night before a vendor event, because... Yeah. Uh, when uh, like people want to be you, like I don't think they realize how tired you are because you literally do not sleep twenty four hours before the event. Yeah. And how do you how do you do that? Like how do you stay up? Because you don't even be drinking coffee like that. No, I don't drink coffee or energy drinks, but I just get excited for the event. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you're just like adrenaline rush yeah. and stuff like that. The um, what new things do you want to try with like cooking that you haven't done before? Hmm. Uh, what is it? I, I don't know yet. That's what that's something I. That's what I something that I'm still thinking about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see you. The Do you think it's important to to practice the craft that you want to do with like whether it's barbecue or anything else? Yeah, of course. Because I feel like you want to learn the best way to to probably do it. Yeah. So putting in like that footwork first and like. Yeah, putting those. That's how a lot of say. A lot of people say putting in that hours, the extra hours, yeah, really uh, are important. Yeah, is there any has or has there ever been any time where like you ever second guess yourself with whether it's the competitions or like the vendor events? Mm, 
Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's normal. Mm-hmm. Especially for, for me, how I'm still young, but compared to a lot of more comp- competitors. Yeah. Because it's, um, it's like a, a lot for you to handle, too. I think um, we often forget. I feel like even me, myself, my mom, or like anybody really... You be running uh like a, a crew like you you're the boss when it comes down to the events yeah and I feel like sometimes like people don't realize it like sometimes like the customers that go they don't realize like they'll ask like oh where's Chris who's the boss where's yeah. you know what I mean um but there was one event and I I'm trying to remember which one it was <laughs> but I'll never forget this moment and I felt super proud because it was like so cute it was like um. I know it was a particular park. I just don't know which one it was. It was like I think last year, and there was a little kid that went up with his mom, and they went to go order food, and the little kid was like, "Mom, mom, there's Chris. There's Chris. I follow him on Instagram. I follow him on TikTok," <laughs> and it was the cutest thing ever because like you were like in your zone, you were focused yeah. or whatever, and I told him I was like, "Oh, like, do you want me to bring? Like, tell him you said hi," and he's like would you really and it was like yeah. the cutest thing ever and then um and then he went to go say hi and i don't know if like i don't know if i even like understood at the moment i was like damn like it's crazy how like it's it's cool to see that people know like you know what like he's from los baños he's doing his thing you know what i mean and and uh, people always want to like go up to you it happens at every event i, I feel yeah. like people always want to be like oh who's chris i want to know yeah yeah um let me see hold on the aside from the barbecue stuff what is important to you? Uh, yeah, family. That's yeah, really. Hey, like your big sister? Uh, yeah, everybody. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. Your close family, your dogs, your pets, everything. Yeah. The how how much is family involved with like the stuff that you do? Mm, it's pretty much everything. I mean, that's what. Yeah. That's what I think. I started is I wanted to keep it like a family business. Yeah. yeah. And like from the point where you're at now with with it and like the accomplishments that you've done um and i know you continue to want like more um i think i feel like you you love more the experiences more than anything like i think like i know when um the times (laughs) in competitions i know you don't really like care to get first you just want to be there for the experience you know yeah that's how i am and i think it's like like the crew that's more hyped like yeah you got number one you know what i mean like jesse's always hyped you know yeah i uh like that's that's why people say why don't you get jump up or be happy I am it's just that's how I'll, that's how I am I'm kind of shy you know what I mean yeah yeah and I I think like some people don't like realize that because like yeah. they'll be like they want to talk to you they want to go to you and stuff like that and they don't realize that you are on the shy side but like yeah but then we got like Jesse that's like you know what the talkative one yeah <laughs> so he he's helps like me out with that. he's the representative of the, of the business yeah. But um, the what future goals do you have that you haven't done yet? Um, I don't know yet. It's uh, a good question. Yeah. Do you want to um, create something where it's like, do you want a restaurant? Do you want what do you want for the future of the Smoking Chris Barbecue? Uh, what well, is not a restaurant, but I would want to get like a food trailer. Okay. Yeah. And then, do you want to do like local events or? Yeah, local events or catering event. That's what I, uh, mm-hmm. I really like doing. Yeah, has there um for like the part of the the business stuff is like customer service. Has there ever been a time where like 
you've had to encounter a like rude customer yeah yeah and how do you handle that uh i kind of enjoy it <laughs> i feel like some people don't like it but i do yeah because they want us they i they want a reaction pretty much yeah so i'll pretty much how they say customers always right i'll mm-hmm. try to fix it you know what i mean like yeah they say we mess up on the sandwich we'll give it some for free or yeah or we make it for them right yeah and they usually end up leaving happy yeah. after that yeah, I think it's awesome when uh, anytime I hear compliments of, like, the barbecue, it's, like, I think it's amazing because it's, like, that's such a blessing just to even, like, have people, like, come and yeah. support. Like, um, at one of the events we did recently, I think uh, it was, like, towards the end of an event, and um, one a girl went, went to the booth, and she was, like, oh, my gosh, like, I seen you guys posted, and I had to come immediately. I didn't want you guys to sell out. And um, she literally got the last sandwich because then we sold out right after that. Yeah. And um, but then we've also had like we've had plenty, plenty of customers where like they'll like um, there's a customer named Diane that goes to like every yeah. one of your events and she goes and tries every single one of your menu items. Because sometimes at, um, at vendor events, like for the most part, you have like your staple items, right? Like yeah. on the menu. And then sometimes like we switch it up. Yeah. So, like, what's, like, one of your staple items that's, like, it's always going to be on the menu? I feel like it's a brisket sandwich or tri-tip sandwiches or, like, the... The main staples. Yeah. And then, from other stuff, you like to... You're pretty open-minded. You like to experience with, yeah. with new stuff. Like, we did a brisket baked potatoes. Yeah, brisket little potatoes, yeah. Those were a pretty good hit. Yeah. On the, and then... And I like that your customers, like, trust you with it, too. Like, yeah. Because on, on some occasions where they're like, what is this? And, like, you'll explain to them. And they'll be like, you know what, Chris? All right, cool. And let me order this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, you'll have people come from, like, out of town to come just support you, you know? Yeah. And I think it's, like, it's such a blessing. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, it's like a proud sis moment. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But um, let me see. Hold on. For the, all the competitions and all of the vendor events that you've done, all this is happening with the same smoker that you built in FFA class, right? Yeah. And do you plan on like expanding or like getting a new one or? Oh, uh, that's that's what in the that's what uh, I'm in the process right now. I'm building a a bigger one. I'm building a thousand gallon right now. A thousand gallon. Yeah. And do, do you plan on using that one for vendor events or? Uh, some of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just so for people could take pictures with it. That's what. Yeah. What a lot of people like doing. Yeah. The a lot of the the. Uh, what is it when the customers want to go to you? Like, they want to see the the smoker. They want to yeah. talk to you, and, and they want you to explain to them, like, how big is How did you build this? Yeah, or, like, yeah. sometimes they don't even know you actually build it. And yeah. then when you tell... surprised. Yeah. And then I think they get more surprised when you tell them, like, your age, or, like, when someone will mention it. They're like, you're how old? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what's going on? But um, I want to also like mentioned something like where it's like you created all this during like a, t- a time where it was like literally the pandemic yeah and it's crazy because like during the pandemic you had like and continue to have a successful business and like even a hobby because you have competition you do it as a hobby right yeah so how did you stay positive throughout the whole like pandemic time um i've always been a positive person but i feel like when i did that i, f- I feel like the outcome was going to be greater. Yeah. And then was there any, like, obstacles along the way that you're like, oh, shit, like, maybe I should take a break? Yeah, there was, there was some moments I I, I kind of doubted myself sometimes. Yeah. 
And then how do you deal with the moments that you, when you doubt yourself? You just gotta push a little bit harder. Yeah. Because yeah. you're, you're pretty, like, reserved, too. I feel like you don't really, like... I mean, you say something, but, like, to people, but, like, you kind of keep it to yourself sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You're more, like, handling it yourself. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And then the... On the the time that we've that we've been doing this like um the business of the barbecue stuff um it's been like i feel like it it kind of taught everyone kind of how to build like a different relationship with family with because it's like our immediate family that's doing yeah. it like sometimes our older older brother helps us out <laughs> sometimes like other or like sometimes you know my mom's like the goat like she she comes clutch yeah, whenever she, we're running out of change or anything yeah, she pretty much the- my backbone, pretty much. And how how involved is my mom when it comes down to your competition? Mm-hmm. Or to the barbecue, my bad. Um, pretty much she's like, uh, how she says, she's pretty much like the 90%. Where, uh, but she's pretty much she, she's like my, my right-hand man. You mean she's the one that helps me a lot. Yeah. Y'all be arguing like crazy, too. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think it's awesome, though, because like, um with uh with any with any business you know i feel like it's important to have people around you that are honest and are like very i mean my mom's very blunt with you you know what i'm saying yeah. but, like i think it's very important to have people around you that of course support you and of course want you to win but like at the end of the day like tell you when you're right and then tell you when you're wrong yeah. and like i think it's a blessing to well for one for my mom you know to to be involved and stuff like that you know what i mean yeah. i think it's it's awesome to to have that yeah during the the kind of the start of the business was like um she had like got sick it was yeah. like she had like her surgery issues and stuff yeah did that affect anything that you had going on <clears throat> there were there were some there were some events uh, uh catering events i canceled because just to be with her you know what i mean I, that's how i say sometimes uh, events there's it's there's gonna be events always but no nah, like your mom, you know what I mean? I feel that's something really important. Yeah. And did you ever feel like you didn't know how to handle, like, uh, when you're, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, when you get to a certain age, I feel like um, you kind of have an understanding, like, our parents' health is something that, like, no one really talks to us about. Yeah. Like, and you're more on the younger side. Like, you're 10 years younger than me, you know? Yeah. Obviously not to age me or anything. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, like, um, and I feel like, as as one gets older you, you you come to the understanding that like okay our parents are also just getting older you know what i mean yeah. and so the the health scare not um i want to get my mom on so that way she could kind of talk about more in depth on like what exactly happened and stuff like that but yeah. um we almost like lost her yeah. and and it happened so fucking fast yeah <laughs> and it was like hold on now like yeah. you know and so it kind of like changed I know for sure it changed my perspective on everything. Yeah. But um, how much did it did it change like just your outlook on life, the relationship you have with her? Um, it not a lot, but it did a like it changed my mindset a little different. Yeah. Yeah. And then, did you feel like even now? Do you feel like you appreciate every moment you do spend with family, or just with people in general? Mm, yeah. Well, I was like uh, thought about that. Like, you mean like. We're we're now like always spend time with people that you love. You know what I mean like don't don't always like have a grudge on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
do you think that affects like a lot of times uh, like people's relationships like because sometimes people do hold grudges yeah yeah and it's like sometimes it's for silly shit too huh? yeah it's for little like when you were little kids you know what i mean i feel like it's yeah you had kept that grudge yeah there was um there was actually one one thing that i got over during the pandemic <laughs> that i haven't talked about but i wanted to mention because it, it kind of happened during like the, a barbecue event because um it and it changed my whole like perspective on things and like one thing about you is like you're very very positive like yeah. you're gonna try and uplift anywhere you're at you're gonna try and you know just you're just gonna be yourself anytime you you go anywhere yeah and there was a there was a situation where i was like um back i think you're i mean you're a lot younger but like back back in the day there was a situation that happened and i had like got really upset with somebody because they 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 used a part of my car at the time without my permission right and i'm not gonna go in depth because like we're all cool now and stuff like that you know but one thing about me is I could hold a grudge, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, and it was kind of awkward because anytime I would see this person, it was kind of like, uh, like okay, like I'm supposed to still be mad, right? Like you know what I mean? Yeah. But luckily, uh, one of our mutual friends was like, "Hey, you're not you're not mad at that anymore, right?" Like he yeah. and and then I was like, "You know what? Like genuinely, I'm not mad no more." And it's funny because all this is happening at an event, right? Like, yeah. And then um, but he he did end up apologizing which i didn't even need an apology at that point anymore right but like um i remember when that happened i was like damn it's crazy because like all this is like just genuine like it just kind of happens just when like you're around positivity positivity just happens like without like without even expecting it you know what i mean yeah and after after like you kind of realize you know what like i was i was uh being like uh, i was holding grudges for no damn reason like come on like we could have yeah. been friends, you know what I mean? Like we could have, we yeah. could have been past this situation, you know. Like, and after that, like I felt so happy with just like on my outlook on life because I was like, damn, like people in the past sometimes like you cut off or sometimes like you kind of let go of friendships and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, there's no hard feelings with anyone, but it's just like it just feels good to not hold any grudges, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 dope. So, are you having fun with the podcast? Or are you still kind of nervous? No, it's pretty fun. Pretty fun. A little weird, but yeah. Why is it weird? Because there's a microphone here. That's pretty much the same. Pretty much. Well, thank you so much for coming out and taking time to do this. I appreciate you. And uh, what future events do you have going on that um, people could check out for? Uh, we have the, well, I think it's like the fall fair. Mm-hmm. It's like on the 17th. And then yeah. we have the truck show coming up on the 24th of September. So you'll, they'll, um, they could find you all on your, uh, social medias. It's smoking underscore Chris. Yeah. You'll be posting, uh, frequently on there. Are you still posting on your TikTok or not really? Yes, I am. Yeah. All right. I see you. You need to go on live on there. I know. Yeah. Well, maybe at the next one, but thank you so much, Chris. I appreciate you and you guys tell them to stay tuned for the next one. Stay tuned for the next one. Hey. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much, and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.